Today in the Joy in the Word podcast, we pick up in the book of the prophet Ezekiel. We're actually going to finish the book of Ezekiel today. We're going to pick up in chapter 40 and end in chapter 48. The last portion of the book of Ezekiel is a description of a vision of a new temple that Ezekiel sees. The chapter begins by saying in the 25th year of our exile, beginning on the 10th of the month in the 14th year after the fall of the city. On that very day, the hand of the Lord was upon me, and he took me there. In visions of God, he took me to the land of Israel and set me on a very high mountain. So it begins by giving us a very specific date, and that date is April the 28th, 573 B.C. Now, what's interesting about this temple is that it was, in fact, never built, unlike the temples of Solomon and Zerubbabel. So the rest of this chapter is in fact a vision of a temple that Ezekiel saw that was never built. So let's look at verse 3. It says, he took me there and I saw a man whose appearance was like bronze. He was standing in the gateway with a linen cord and a measuring rod in his hand. The man said to me, son of man, look with your eyes and hear with your ears and pay attention to everything I'm going to show you, for that is why you have been brought here to tell the house of Israel everything that you see. Now, in my study Bible, there's actually a map drawn, an exact uh, representation of what the temple would have looked like based on the description given here in Ezekiel. And it is marked out um, symmetrically based on cubits, which was the way that they measured it at the time. It goes on to describe where the outer court is, the north gate, the south gate, the gates to the inner court, the rooms for preparing sacrifices, the rooms for priests, and then the most holy place. In chapter 42, it is a description of the rooms for the priests. And then in chapter 43, it is entitled, The Glory of the Lord Returns to the Temple. So it says, The man brought me to the gate facing east, and I saw the glory of the God of Israel coming from the east. His voice was like the roar of rushing waters, and the land was radiant with his glory. The vision I saw was like the vision I had seen when he came to destroy the city like the visions I had seen by the Kabar River, and I fell face down. The glory of the Lord entered the temple through the gate facing east. Then the Spirit lifted me up and brought me into the inner court, and the glory of the Lord filled the temple. Now remember that the east is the direction that Ezekiel had seen God leave. And of course, God's glory, in this case, is moving all around him. It goes on to describe the altar, And then moving on to chapter 44, it is entitled, The Prince, the Levites, and the Priests. It says in verse 23 of them, They are to teach my people the difference between the holy and the common, and to show them how to distinguish between the unclean and the clean. You'll remember that we just discussed that in Ezekiel chapter 22. Then chapter 45 is entitled, Divisions of the Land. And it goes on to describe exactly how it will be divided. Then it finishes with offerings and holy days. Chapter 46 is a continuation of those days. And then picking up in chapter 47, it is entitled, The River from the Temple. The man brought me back to the entrance of the temple, and I saw water coming out from under the threshold of the temple toward the east, for the temple faced the east. 
The water was coming down from under the south side of the temple, south of the altar. He then brought me out through the north gate and led me around the outside to the outer gate facing east. And the water was flowing from the south side. It says, as the man went eastward with a measuring line in his hand, he measured off a thousand cubits and then led me through water that was ankle deep. He measured off another thousand cubits and led me through water that was knee deep. He measured off another thousand and led me through water that was up to the waist. He measured off another thousand, but now it had become a river that I could not cross because the water had risen and was deep enough to swim in, a river that no one could cross. He asked me, Son of man, do you see this? Then he led me back to the bank of the river. When I arrived there, I saw a great number of trees on each side of the river. He said to me, This water flows toward the eastern region and goes down to the Arabah, where it enters the sea. When it empties into the sea, the water there becomes fresh. Swarms of living creatures will live wherever the river flows. There will be large numbers of fish because this water flows there and makes the salt water fresh. So wherever the river flows, everything will live. And of course, we can understand the symbolism with the water of life coming from Jesus. Where the river flows, everything will live. Chapter 47 ends with a description of the boundaries of the land. And then chapter 48 is again the division of the land, talking about land that Dan will receive, Asher's portion, followed by Naphtali's portion, Manasseh, Ephraim, Reuben, and then Judah. And Judah's portion was the most prestigious place. It bordered the central holy portion. We know that Judah is the line that Jesus comes from, and therefore the promise was given to Judah, and he is always the the first in line of the tribes, he's always furthest to the east, and here he is given the most prestigious place. So then it goes on to list the gates of the city. It says the three gates on the north side will be the gate of Reuben, the gate of Judah, and the gate of Levi. It goes on to list the cubits and the distances. And then the chapter ends by saying, And the name of the city from that time on will be the Lord is there. So that does in fact end the book of the prophet Ezekiel.